Hey, coming in with big energy. New day, new clothes, new, new us. New clothes. <laughs> we all slept over at my apartment, then we woke up and recorded the second episode. Morning app. We are living on nothing but Molson Canadian lager. <laughs> Which in throat coat tea. And Stephen's throat coat If you didn't have the pleasure of tuning into last episode, pretty good beer. Pretty good yeah. beer. Yeah. And where did we buy it, Nabil? Shout out Bev Moe's on Wilshire and Bev- La Brea. Do you think we could get like, Bev Moe to sponsor Honestly... We should try. Okay, gonna email him. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he's like, what does it take to sponsor someone? That's just like, just like, give us a six pack. Okay, apparently a like, lot because I emailed Lone Star and they um, actually you said, did? well, they sent me to the next like level of people and then they didn't respond to me. So I uh, guess. Um, that's cool that you got to the next level. I know. Right? I mean, that like, means our, our podcast <laughs> is picking up traction. Yeah. But I wonder how many like gun podcasts are like, we should get Lone Star to sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want, they don't want to sponsor a culture podcast. <laughs> Uh, what if they did though? <laughs> that'd be a cool look for them. What are we? Uh, let's, let's. Okay, we're, we're doing Toronto still. In, Hell yeah! In case you didn't read the title. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Um, what are we? <laughs> nice what are we starting with first? Movies from Toronto. Whoa, that was really that good. Was Whoa. I don't know what that, is. that was hard because it sounded like husband computer. It did. It actually does. <laughs> um, this is from a movie that. Oh. That. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. But we are going to talk about the movie. There's there's only a, there's handful, only a handful of a what few. it could be. <laughs> so Stephen, Hannah, and my sister Audrey I and I watched I The Love Guru. It, it, it took Cole and I two sittings. <laughs> yeah, because Hannah and Audrey made us turn it off. I look... I love bad movies. I will sit through any movie. I love... Obviously movies. not. I literally... <laughs> I thought movie. if I watched one more second of The Love Guru, I would end it all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever seen. I, <laughs> and so painfully bad. Like, And besides all of like racist, blah, blah, blah. Like We all, we know all that. Like it's you Just look up an image of it. It's very um, bad. But just just truly truly god awful terrible i yeah. hated being alive during the, it the, the, <laughs> like everything down to just like the pacing of the movie yeah, just the editing was like, so what was it even about was, like, there's like so, so there were like sweep edits yeah. <laughs> the, the love guru is a movie it was like the last gasp of mike myers like <laughs> mainstream career so sad he plays a white guy who grew up in india and becomes a like guru but about sex and love uh-huh You've never seen this? I think... You are so I think, <laughs> dude, at the time, I was able to look at it and be like, this is beneath me. <laughs> like, no, I didn't see it. I only watched I it the yeah, first same. time. I, I had seen it a number of times. Yeah, but I that's because, like, for there was, like, a good three years of my life where, like, the only thing that was ever, like, playing in, in my house was Comedy Central. And so, like, it was okay. just, like, always on. I, like, I, I never, like, sat down and watched it, but, like, it's I'd seen so, enough snippets to have seen the whole movie. It's so unbelievably bad. And, like... What is funny is you could even kind of like make a funny, smart movie about because it's also about like a white person who is then kind of going through this lifestyle change to make money and sell like fake right, self help right. which kind of could like it could possibly but it did not be funny. Engage with oh this no, no, no! It's like all. super racist, super bad. But also like the saddest part of it to me was that in love of my life, John Oliver has like a very prominent role. Yeah, in yeah and he's really given it his own. <laughs> no, his, his character is named Dick Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Which is, I actually think that's like the funniest part of the movie. I actually did not even yeah. know that. You know what? I'm I didn't on board. either. I didn't know that until looking it up. Dick there Pants. are so many people in that Damn. movie who are just like, yes. like, like. Did they get Oprah? 
Oprah? Is Oprah? Yeah, was it Oprah in his No, they just mentioned how he wants to be on Oprah. Uh, I mean, no. Justin Timberlake, Jessica oh Alba. Oh, no, Justin Timberlake so is the worst part. Okay, no, no, no. Somehow no, Justin, Justin Timberlake Alba, is... I'm like, free her. <laughs> <laughs> somehow Justin Timberlake manages to be worse than Mike Myers That's doing crazy. that fucking accent. Yeah, I, I... Oh, he does an accent. Mike Myers? Oh, and Michael Myers like, does an oh, accent. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, does oh. he ever do an accent? Indian accent. Yes. Oh, Stephen oh Colbert God, is in it. Kanye West it. is in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, Justin Timberlake also does an accent. He's, what is his supposed to be? He's a French Canadian. French Canadian. His name is Jacques Lecoq. Who is this? Who is this? Justin Timberlake. That is so, okay. so bad. Dumb. And he can be funny. Justin Timberlake can be funny, but he's awful. <laughs> the Social Network. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with Hannah. I don't. <laughs> the Digital Shorts. I'm, he wasn't funny in the social network. He was good. No, yeah. I, didn't say was but, like, I said he was funny in the digital shorts. What, what digital uh, short would you say? I, I think they, they were funny because I, I think perfect they spoon, human Andy yeah. Samberg is funny. I, yeah, I, I think know. the Lonely Island really spoon fed him like material that he couldn't make unfunny. Yeah, totally. I guess. But, but like, yeah, so, I truly would. Re- I'm sitting through. I, what did we watch? 15 minutes of it. Well, we watched the whole thing. So we we, we only like met up one. Forced Audrey and I to watch it at gunpoint. How much did we watch? We watched. I, I but the record show there were no actual guns. We, <laughs> we said gunpoint. We watched about 35 minutes. The movie itself is only 80 minutes long before the credits roll. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I the, the literally crazy. have never seen a worse movie in my entire life. My, I showed it a clip to my friend Chris, and he's like, I can't believe I never saw this, but I also can't believe in 2008 they just let Mike Myers play a horny Indian guy, and that was the movie. 2008. I, I, I will say, yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's late in the game. Kind of like. recent, yeah. No, yeah. no, that's way too recent yeah, for this kind of movie. Uh, Chris, uh, and like Chris also, Hicks? Yeah. Oh, shout out Chris Hicks. Shout out Bedmo. Shout out Chris Hicks. Wow. Shout out Bedmo. Wait, what, what about Chris Hicks? He's just a buddy of ours. Oh. Um, but what about him? That I showed him this clip, and he was the one who was like, "I can't believe they." Oh yeah, it was so unbelievably <laughs> bad. Guy. Yeah, and he also does covers of like famous songs in his Indian accent. Like he does. No, the best part is when he does the Dolly Parton song. Nine to five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Working no, nine to says, five. Working you know. nine to five. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the Indian accent is working. Yeah, working. <laughs> it feels like yeah. What's your point? <laughs> V's or W's in the Indian yeah. accent. This is true. Um, yeah, but the craziest thing is like this is probably the most money ever spent on a big blockbuster movie that is not only shot in Toronto but set in Toronto and like they it is like a Toronto ass movie because Mike Myers is from there and he was like I'm, I'm gonna bring it home I'm gonna bring it home <laughs> bring it home for the boys yeah. dude okay can we also acknowledge how like the, like what you think is gonna be a throwaway gag that like is never funny at any point, but like their greeting is Marishka Hargitay. Oh, oh yeah. But like you think it's a throwaway gag, but they say it for the whole movie to the point where like even like in the scene where it's like the like apparent defeat and it's like real sad, they like very sadly say Marishka Hargitay. And I'm like, what the fuck? Show up in the movie. Yeah, she, yeah, she shows up like ten minutes in. And you're like, yeah, all right, surely they're that. done with this joke. Oh, yeah. But they keep doing it for the whole fucking movie. Is it is. that a person? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. She, she's SVU. an iconic SVU. One of the our, our nation's okay. greatest shows. <laughs> <laughs> our nation's. Um, I mean, so SVU. formal, Hannah. SVU is one of. It's a Mesh's family favorite. But Great. yeah. So the the <laughs> Big premise IC of the fan. movie is he is a guru of sex and love who is hired by Jessica Alba who owns the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Jessica Alba in it is like, wait a second, he's so hot. Yeah, and she like falls in love with him. Falls but in love with the guru. Guru, yes. guru Pitka, okay. who is tasked with um, fixing the love life of the star hockey player on the Maple Leafs because they want him to play better. And he's got a chastity belt? 
And so yeah. every time he gets an erection, it goes boom because it's made does. out of metal, yeah. and that's like a joke they make like ten <laughs> times in the movie. <sighs> okay, uh, don't continue to feel like you need to fill me in about the details <laughs> of the movie. Virge Royer truly his worst uh, word. Yeah, <laughs> Poor guy. Oof. Um, we uh, Hannah and I watched an actually really good movie. Uh, stories we tell. Wait, which one was that? That was a documentary. Oh yes. Yeah. We've been working on this a long time. I folks. was like, I literally was looking at stories we tell, and I was like, wait, what is that? Stories we tell. Sarah Pauly is a writer director from Toronto who is probably one of the most prolific Toronto directors after David Cronenberg. But she made this documentary about her family history, and a lot of it hinges on the surprises in it. So I don't want to give too much away, but it. Well, no, it involves like affairs and stuff. It was very. I don't know when I see. I mean, not that it wasn't good. I really there, enjoyed it. But when I see stuff like that, I just get so like deeply sad. I was like, wow, family trauma, man. This is yeah, a fucking bummer. There, there's a, like, shouts out Succession. There's a shouts out, out Bevmo. There's a wait. Huge... Let's get Succession to sponsor this podcast. So okay. <laughs> There's a huge twist in this documentary, and I feel like documentaries don't usually have twists, but there is one, and, like, I didn't see it coming. I, I <laughs> sort of started to guess it, but I feel like neither of us I saw already forgot what you mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, when did it come out? Just say it. <laughs> when? What was the twist? Yeah. No, I want people to watch it. <sighs> I can't even Dude, comment on it. We're talking about documentary twists, though. Best twist of all time, Bobby Durst. Oh. <laughs> in, the, in the jinx? The jinx himself. No, Three Identical Strangers, most iconic. No, the, oh, I missed that the, twist. The twist in Stories We Tell is about the very way they like filmed it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, that was... That's Did they film it on tape? iPhone? Tangerine? That's actually... Actually, yeah, don't say it. Because yeah. like, it's so it, interesting. It's, it's like a thematically tied to the point the, of the movie. Yeah, and the entire thing is... Uh, can I... Uh, just going to say like no, the basics. No, say, just like about okay. the, the, how it's filmed. It's like... Flashback. I'm playing a dangerous game right now. People who knew her mother talk about her mother, and they show clips from when she was a child, and it's fascinating. And it's all set in Toronto where she grew up. And And yeah, anything about like too, where it's like how the timing was off, so somebody could never find like their true love or true happiness. It's just like a a huge kind of like thematic bummer to me. And if like a movie has that in it, I'm like, oh god, I'm like gonna be depressed for weeks. The movie Tuck Everlasting like made me depressed as a child for like several (laughs) weeks. Uh, The book bummed me out. Yeah. Okay, Stephen's an intellectual. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Stephen and I watched Ultimate Intellectual Cinema. Uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that preface because that like the, that's a good fucking movie. <laughs> like, I love Billy. So I'm a Sand, I'm always, I'm a sand fan, but I I love Billy Madison. A, a fan of the Sandman, but uh, <laughs> oh my God. I uh, I'd actually never seen Billy Madison. Is that the movie where um, people can like cheat on their spouses? Yeah. Wait, I don't know. This movie. <laughs> no, that's a callback. It's a to good callback. Madison. Oh. It's a it's a it's a funny callback. Um, yeah. Satire. So our, our rule of thumb for this, there are a ton of movies that are filmed in Toronto yeah, but not set say. there. But I think what Stephen and I determined while watching Billy Madison is it never tries to pass Toronto off as somewhere else, which makes it 
that's fair a, game. That's enough for me. I feel like that's kind of the rule of thumb. Like, yeah. a lot of things are shot somewhere trying to be somewhere else. If we talked about things that were shot in Toronto we trying to be somewhere, like it was, this episode would never end. Yeah, because I'd be talking about Riverdale for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought they shot that in Vancouver. Oh, never those, mind. Let's not. <laughs> Backs They're off the immediately. Uh, Billy you Madison, I've never back. seen um, the scene with uh, Steve Buscemi. Were so so classic. It's, that was truly one of the funniest things I'd, I think it's, I've ever seen in a movie. That, that's, that's like one of my top three favorite movie scenes of all time. Yeah. Um, Where Adam Sandler calls him up because he was like a kid he bullied in, like as a child. And Steve Buscemi's on the phone and he's like, oh, hey, man, don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> and then the, like there's like the music swells and it slowly pans over to Steve Buscemi. And he's got a list of his wall people to kill. And he crosses <laughs> out. <laughs> And uh, the, the song, the song choice is That's perfect. What, it's what's a the song? telephone line by Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, yeah. So it's just like when it swells, <laughs> like doo wop, doo Steven's um, singing again. Yeah. It's oh, dude, I love Billy Madison so much. Like everything that I find funny, like traces, and like I have a horrible sense of humor. I don't know what's actually good, but uh, every everything that I find funny, I trace back to watching that as a kid because I just love like just like. Very, I don't know. It's silly. It's just fucking silly. silly. It's good fun. It's absurd in all the right ways. I still think I prefer Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is probably a better movie. But Billy Madison really does speak to like all of like my childhood tendencies of like what really make me laugh. It's just like pure silliness. I love I love Adam Sandler. (laughs) I love everything he does. Yeah. Well, no, I don't love everything that he yeah. does, but I, but I really, Uncut I, Gems. <laughs> Uncut Gems is gonna smack. I can't. Are you, wait, wait, are you movie. like not? No, you... I just I only know or slash care about Uncut Gems because of Twitter personality Hunter Harris, <laughs> <laughs> the funniest person alive, and she's always just like those gems be uncut. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's kind of the extent of it. I think it's very funny. <laughs> um, I don't think we watched any of their movies together, but I, I just want to. If you talk about the da- big, oh, which the, one? Oh, David Cronenberg. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to use this opportunity to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Great. See <laughs> well, Steven's gone, I'm going to talk a little bit about David Cronenberg. He makes uh, body horror movies, Ew. like The Fly, mm-hmm. Videodrome. I think I've only seen A History of Violence. I okay, actually, that's a movie I have no interest in. I actually have seen that one. That oh, was, it's that great. Was, yeah, he's a great director. That one's not a body horror Oh. And not shot in Toronto, oh. but his his like eighties stuff with the fly. Jeff Goldblum turns into a fly. Is slowly. it really gross? Still hot. It's incredibly gross. It's one of the grossest movies ever. He slowly turns into a fly, a human sized fly, and his skin peels off, and so oh, it's disgusting. Oh god! And it's incredible, like <laughs> like, like animorphs, like animorphs. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I <laughs> that's what happens in animorphs. It's like some of the most incredible <laughs> makeup ever, and and Jeff Goldblum, whatever we wanna. Or whatever he is, maybe he's really good in the movie. God, we're really tiptoeing around this. Well, Jeff Goldblum, who is a person, who is an actor in this film. <laughs> and is accountable for his own actions, is, good yeah. and bad. Is actually, he is actually in the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Regardless of what he might have done, he is in the movie um, and objectively did a good job. Another movie, Videodrome, that Cronenberg did stars um, James Woods, who is a ass- um, Yo, fuck James Woods, but he's very, very good in Videodrome, and uh, and another like very freaky body horror movie with a lot of like gory special effects, but also very good. Um, and then James Woods would later go and star in like 
one of the few Family Guy things I still find very funny. That's the only place I know James Woods from. The Family Guy episode? He's a recurring character, yeah. yeah. And every time they end the episode by trapping him in a box because they lay out candy and he just picks it up. (laughs) It's a good bit. Ooh, piece of candy. (laughs) And they trap him in a box and Peter's like, all right, let's remember this and do this first next time. We've done this twice now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's David Cronenberg and he made a lot more uh, movies in Toronto and Montreal. Damn, you got a lot of Cronenberg content. I feel like I was in the bathroom for a good minute or two. I mean, he's probably like the most like <laughs> significant Toronto writer director. Yeah, I just didn't think you knew that much. No, I'm a, I'm a I'm a crone head stone. crony. A crony? Uh, yeah. Oh, crony's cr- cr- fun. Crone, crone magnon. Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> hmm. Back to um, what was that fucking movie we watched? <laughs> Love Guru? No! Wait. Nav? Know, we watch a lot of movies. Yeah, Nav, Nav the movie. Sorry. The movie with the caveman. Oh, oh. Encino Man. Encino Man. Oh, thanks thanks really for that life, <laughs> um, did I, Has anyone seen Enemy, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? No, no. but I'm interested. <laughs> that's, that's a movie Tell where he like, finds a, a person who looks exactly like him. Is it played what, by what him? What did you just do? <laughs> oh, that was... Hannah just made a hand signal. I don't know why, but it was kind of like me like dialing the phone, kind of being like... calling the cops. Yeah. Oh, great! Okay, oh. Hannah loves to call the cops. Everybody. No. Um, wait, is it played by him or is it played by someone who just really looks like? No, him? it's him. It's him and like. Dual. So it's like that Will Smith movie. It they made a person, <laughs> another, another person. person. Yeah, but it's like there's like a twist about it that like. Like, I was apparently supposed to figure out, but didn't figure out until I looked up the movie and read about it later. I'm going to read about this movie later. I'm um, excited. It's, um... Oh, it has okay reviews. <coughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's from 2013. I don't remember this. It's a Canadian-Spanish psychological thriller. Span- film. I, don't remember Spanish. Any, I don't remember any Spanish being spoken. It's written it. by Javier Guillon. I don't know who well, that's that's what it's makes it's it. It's a Denis Villeneuve film. Excuse me, what? <laughs> he went we just be saying words. The guy who made Arrival in Blade Runner 2049. Oh. He's he's great. I love, love yeah, his those movies. Are good movies. Can yeah. you say his name again? Denis Villeneuve. Okay. I didn't like it, but I, I think I needed it. Oh my god, it. ever since we turned off the air, side note, kind of inside baseball, we did turn off the AC in my apartment, <laughs> so we didn't hear it on the pod, and I was so sweaty. <laughs> so just kind of think about that. As we <laughs> think about what that color your experience? Drinking Canadian Molson uh, and uh, sweating a little bit. I do have on giant wool socks. Wait! No. What? I, oh my god, I almost had a really fun realization, because I, I get socks whenever I travel, and I thought these were my socks from Canada, and they're not, so we can cut that part out from me being really oh, excited. Keep it in. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, man, y'all are really good at laughing outside of the mic. I like I, I do everything outside of the mic until I laugh, and I get like, so oh. close to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's me spending a long time lowering your laughs in the mix every episode. I know. You're, I did apply to a job the other day and said, um, <laughs> "I said that I can uh, edit podcasts, which is a full on lie." Cole knows, and I'm near him, so <laughs> did uh, not get the email back. That's okay. <laughs> the last movie to talk about is. It's like, it's going to be my pick, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. But okay, I have so many. This is like the thing that I have so many thoughts about. Go for it. Good thoughts? Both. Scott Pilgrim is an amazing movie, and it used to be one of my favorite movies. I'd still say it like maybe is one of my favorite movies, 
But even though I'm not like a 500 days of summer stan, I think it has a similar effect where people, especially men, who love the movie love it for what I would consider the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, I don't realize that Scott is supposed to be yeah. viewed as an asshole. And they're like, Knives sucks. And I'm like, You know people who think Knives yes. sucks? Yes. And okay, Knives is like one of the best characters. And, That's crazy. Yeah. And she's like, What is she supposed to be like, 16 or 17? Yeah. That he, and he as an adult dates. Yeah. And they're like, She's so annoying. And it's like, Ramona is so cool. And like, the entire point of the movie is like, it's not about that at all. Yeah. But um, there's really, to shout out another really good podcast, like ours is really good. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a podcast called the Bechtel cast which i like a lot that talks about uh obvious kind of like just the baseline Bechtel stuff in movies but they kind of like take it steps further and i agree with them of their assessment of the movie where they said they really enjoyed it except for the plot point at the end where like ramona reveals that she has the button of uh, the thing on her like neck and that she's being controlled by right um, oh, what is his name Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> she is being controlled canonically by Jason Schwartzman. That, that, kind records. Of, that kind of just like takes away kind of any like agency or like thought her character I, had the entire time. I always interpreted that that she only had that after she got back together with him. I interpreted the as, as the entire time, but also even if it was that case, I still would be bummed. Mm. I I think that it was it was just like I never really thought of that as much of a character thing as like it's just a they do a lot of like visual analogies yeah. like the no clue gets it thing like uh, yeah i love like the editing and the and when she said like he's in my head i thought that was just supposed to represent it's like an ex that you really can't get over and he's abusive and manipulative yeah then i wish i mean i think we all could have understood that without having that like little thingy there because that yeah. kind of gives her even just like visually a clue of less agency i i don't disagree and i yeah. think you can I... have those like complicated feelings about someone and still show that you're in control of your own life. Sure. I do think that was part of the character, though. I think that, like, that Ramona did have to, like, figure out how to regain control of her life. But I... Yeah, I, and then... But that's also, I think, then, like, not what a lot of people are interested in about the sure, movie. Sure, and I would that's say very that it's probably shortchanged in the movie. I love Edgar Wright's movies, but he's not awesome at the the women characters he's yeah. not great with women no oh my god no but um lily collins oh excuse me lily james oh my god how dare wow. i i was not to like segue to baby driver for so long but like i was people were like you're gonna fucking love baby driver like hell yeah best movie ever and i watched it and i was like okay this person has actually never met any women and women don't matter to them in their brains and women can either be hot and bad or nice and good and to, like, to the character or to the person who liked the movie did the, uh, like Edgar Wright and the people who wrote the movie, the oh, people okay. who like developed yeah, like right. all of the characters. I was like, okay, yeah. so, but um, for Scott Pilgrim, yeah, I still really enjoy it. And I mean, I think it has like literally like I don't know, timeless, interesting editing and like yeah. I yeah. like that you can't place like necessarily when it would be. And I like yeah, I like so much about it's, it. And it's extremely Toronto too. For, yeah, like, filmmakers who aren't Torontan. Like Oof. they got, they got. <laughs> sorry, they got like broken social scene and metric to do all the music. It's for very it. that was yeah. the only part. Of it. I I didn't get this movie. Ah, really? metric. It just, the division yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, even know how to complete the analogy. Yeah, I I think it's like I'll look back on it as like a movie I enjoyed, but I do think some of the discourse around it is bad. But also, I would consider the best characters in it to be women, but a lot of them kind of have the dichotomy that are in all Edgar Wright movies, where it's like they're funny and like they're goth and they say fucking shit or they're like nice and they're perfect or like 
it's I don't know. It's just like the men in it are allowed to be really complicated and, and like, dynamic. Yeah, and, like I really like like Brie Larson's character and like she's a bitch and like yeah. it's just kind of like the extent of that. Right, right, like, right. But I really like the movie still despite those things. But what each time I watch it back, I'm kind of like oh. I think I've mm-hmm. always seen the merits of the movie in like very like external kind of like oh cool they have like words flying out when yeah. like like the animations of it <laughs> or the editing of it. That's why I didn't like it. Ooh, that's why you didn't like it. Yeah, I mean I, I don't I, think that it, stuff it, is necessarily like aged into something that is impressive. But I remember like, at I the time. Even at the time it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, also and it I, has some weird bi politics, but like literally any show or movie in twenty nineteen could have bad bi as in bisexual, which is a shortened uh, kind of quick way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sure if people were aware. But I mean If you're stressed for time. You can you can barely even find a, a good depiction of bi people in the era that we live in. So yeah. I, <laughs> what I, are you gonna I, do? I, I went in looking for that super bad humor. And I just didn't have it. I mean, Superbad. I didn't. Is I don't actually like a perfect ten for I me. Was, I watched Superbad last <laughs> night. Again, not a movie that takes place there, but I love Superbad. But also Vancouver, close enough. Opposite side of Canada. Yeah, same thing. Did still they film Canada. That in Vancouver. Yeah, it's like based on yeah, yeah, like their childhood lives, in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They wrote it when the, they were 13. Yeah. Nice. Which is like super impressive. And Save like, that for the yeah. Vancouver app. Yeah, it's really oh, good. Are we ever actually going to do a Vancouver, Vancouver app? We could do Vancouver. What is it like, Nardwar and Seth Rogen? No, we, we could, could talk we, about we could Nickelback and, and the way the Portuguese threw rocks at them that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, but yeah, that's all. Scott Pilgrim, I, I still love it. it. It's it's a movie that, like I to me, holds up. I think it's great. It's I love all of Edgar Wright's movies. Like, I see, do you like Baby Driver? Yeah, I love Baby Driver. I, I like Baby, I Baby, Baby Driver. Is overrated. Baby Driver was like my second least favorite of his movies. I like Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz yeah. is the best. I fucking Hot, love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is number one. Um, I you know, I I really wanted to like Scott Pilgrim when it came out, yeah. and I, I I just didn't get it when it I came just, out. I was like, this shit me. slaps. I was like, this is yeah. the best thing I've ever seen, yeah. and I still really enjoy it, but. It, it becomes clear, especially once you see kind of like the like auteur like voice of yeah uh, his work as a whole, how he views women. I think that <laughs> if, you know if if like his recent work showed uh, some growth or like showed him you know. The, the complaints that I have with movie, his movies, like sort of changing it with Baby Driver in yeah. particular, or his more recent films, than no, I would be. I more. think Baby Driver has like the least complex women characters of any of his movies. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Except, I mean, I mean, Hot Fuzz doesn't have any. Really. Well, they, they yeah. have Olivia Colman. Yeah, and she's, she's really, really funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Baby That's Driver. Can she's be got a the star and yeah. everything. She's got that one line where she like kicks out like one of the bad guy like women, and she's yeah. like nothing like a little bit of girl on girl, and they all go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. That is an unbelievable line. I love that <laughs> movie pick. It's it's Scott Pilgrim. Like same. I, I, it's that's my. Mine's actually my the favorite. Love Guru. <laughs> Easily my favorite Toronto movie. Uh, mine is Billy Madison, for sure. Nice. Uh, for the sake of choosing something different, I'll choose The Fly. You don't have to do I that. I hate yeah, that you... shit so much. I hate you can that pick shit a movie. so much. <laughs> I know. Weren't we unanimous once? We are all the time. We were yeah. unanimous on... Oh, no, maybe not Community. I forget when we were unanimous. Let me look at the list again. I pick... Oh, God, it's been ages since I've seen The Fly. I don't even know if I would stand by it. Okay, it's Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world. All right. Nabil versus the world. <laughs> Ugh, I'm having a bad time. <laughs> what are we doing next? TV from... Toronto, Ontario. Ooh. So that was not a clip from a show, but it was a clip of a person on one of these shows <laughs> discussing the show. 
Um, and you, if you, if you either recognize I think I know what it is. voice or you don't, I think Hannah probably gets it. Um, I think I know what it is. That, that's, that's much like the music. Let's start with um, the Six God again. Oh. Shall we? <laughs> yes. Um, I, what I would say, not to spoil my pick, actually, I don't know if I would say this is Toronto's best show, but an extremely formative one in my life would be Degrassi. Of all the generations. <laughs> I, I, I never watched it. My yeah. sister was into it. Again, taste. Yeah. What did she hear? Yeah, I've, I've only seen the ep- the episode that we watched where Drake oh. gets shot. Wow. And yeah. until we watched it, I thought that was the scene where it's like, mm, what you said? No, that's a different oh, show. Yeah, no, 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 I know. I know that now. And it's how we were watching that's it, and I was so like, funny. wait, are they not going to play that song? Because <laughs> Drake doesn't die. I mean, I, I, again, I get it Wait, now. Wait, that is so amazing that y'all watched okay. Jimmy getting shot episode. Yeah. Which is actually like a very good Degrassi episode, but I would also champion for one of the best Degrassi episodes is the one where JT gets stabbed, which is... Whoa, like, yeah, I was that's hardcore. Katie, my roommate, I was telling her, because she wasn't super into Degrassi either, and she was like, what kind of stuff did Degrassi cover? I was like, literally every thing that could happen to a person was on Degrassi. Well, to a teen, specifically. To a right? teen. Yeah. Well, there actually were adult plot lines, if oh. you remember. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't. Yeah. No, the one we watched, there was that yeah. one adult plot line that did nothing for me. Yeah, the adult <laughs> plot line in the Jimmy Getting Shot one. Yeah, the parents. I'm like, sometimes it doesn't matter. But um, Degrassi? I don't know. I wasn't allowed to watch it for a long time, but I watched it anyway. Mm. Um, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are absolutely going to Oh, yeah, this. for sure. That's why I'm like, actually, yeah. uh, they liked it. Oh. I, I'm pretty sure my, my mom doesn't listen anymore. Um, uh, I don't know about my mom, but my dad. Eh, my mom yeah. does. I, 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 I like to think she Degrassi does. is very good, and sometimes Degrassi is very bad. And like the Degrassi that everybody knows is kind of like the original next-gen cast with like Holly J and JT and Liberty and Jimmy and all this stuff. But does anyone remember... Like, okay, I... <laughs> another side problem about my life i feel like i don't remember a lot about like years past but i distinctly <laughs> shut up years past i distinctly Just remember your past you don't yeah, remember i don't things. some would say i don't remember a lot about my past <laughs> i remember like vividly the summer that that degrassi trailer was on all the time and it was like baby there's a shark in the water and they were at the carnival and it was that it was literally the this is like Cole talking about OVOXO. <laughs> oh my god! It was like an iconic season of Degrassi, kind of where that new goth kid came in and he drove a hearse. Right. And wait, um, what? <laughs> there was a goth kid named Eli who drove a hearse, and he was in love with Claire, who was one of the worst Degrassi characters of all time, and she was the little sister of an original Degrassi character. But wow. De- Degrassi was sometimes absolutely unhinged, crazy, but also sometimes it was like good. I don't know, like yeah. they did talk about some important stuff in a way that like I don't know wasn't gross or shamey which is very funny because a lot of the cast in Degrassi I, oh we forgot to talk about this in the movies but a lot of the cast, cast in Degrassi was in this movie that I was forced to watch in health class called She's Too Young it's about girls getting like STIs and then infecting the entire school and the thesis of it is like sex is bad never have sex oh but in Degrassi they kind of like talk about all that stuff and it's very chill and they knew that young people were doing that and like before getting married yeah oh yeah people were fucking on the grass <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they had every sti that they show had... will never see me oh my god it was it was a crazy show but um yeah some of the stuff was kind of off the rails and like some of it was tragic and they like kind of killed some queer characters in some weird ways and like but overall i feel like it's such like a moment in history for people our age i don't know i know you guys didn't watch it but Just like i feel like it was i don't so even know what formative. channel it came out on what channel did it come out on? It was CW? On, it was on Teenick? Yeah. I, it Teenic? was on Teenick. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Degrassi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Teen Nick. It, and it was on for like A so really long, long time. Really long time, yeah. I used to watch... I think I watched the show before it because I would see ads for it, but I never... I, I similarly kind of remember like really not and feeling it's, don't remember it's that commercial. presence. <laughs> I, I remember no. nothing about Degrassi and I was an avid Nick viewer. Teen Nick, Nick at yeah. Night, What's regular crazy? style Nick. One last thing I'll say about Degrassi is we did watch the episode where Jimmy was shot, which is a sad episode and it... It has a lot of interesting school shooter politics that probably have aged very differently in the age that we live in now. I don't know, but the Joker was like pretty similar politics. And, yeah, and do we shooters. stand by the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> but what's really funny about Degrassi is every year Degrassi had non-canonical Halloween episodes where like things that would happen there'd be like ghosts and zombies and stuff. And, like Jay and Silent Bob would show yeah. up. Yeah, and, wait, um, that happened. Yeah. Yes, and that's they were on it a lot when they did the, when Drake did like the reunion video for I'm upset. Like, oh, that's why yeah. they were in that. Yeah. Oh, that's I great. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I remember that. Again, had... <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. That is not a song that deserves a video. Oh, not a song that should have been performed. Yeah. Crazy. And everyone's like, the Degrassi cast is hot now. But um, there was a episode there was the halloween episode where do you remember the in the school shooting episode the guy who was bullied and like they covered in mustard or whatever and the, he, guy did, the, yeah, shooter, the guy who did the shooting yeah, yeah. he dies in that episode um or he dies at some point oh god and, and, this is so and in the halloween episode he like comes back as a ghost entity that and like so tries to morbid. Yeah, and he tries to holly J, the best character he's like she's like on scaffolding and he like tries to make her fall and it's crazy yeah, it's, what it's the insane. fuck degrassi had every Thing. Yeah. Well, you know, what else I kind of don't. Huh? The Property Brothers. Oh, I love that you look at me with this. I love HGTV. Me too. <laughs> big, big fan. Same. I'm a fan of the Property Brothers. Whoa. I don't know why. What about the third one, who's a magician? <laughs> I have heard about I'm this. Obsessed with him. I want to know his. I think he gets his own TV I show. Think the Property Brothers are the weirdest dudes. I think they're if, so. They're scary. They're like robots. I yeah. saw one of them. I, I, uh, no, I'm like 97 percent sure that the Property Brothers did a did a episode on a house on my street. It was either them or Flip This House. It was one of the two. Well, you well, also thought Shawn Mendes was from San Antonio. <laughs> It was Sean Mendes. That's fair. Yeah, I can argue with that. <laughs> That's so unfair to him to be wrong about one thing. And so he's wrong about all things. But it's like in a similar style that I was already wrong about. So that's fair. Well, did, were, the, were the people who were, uh, you know, presumably touring the house, were they looking, were they, were they identical twins? I don't know. I wasn't there when they were filming it. But I, I just know that there was like a big production and on my street a couple years ago and it was either the property brothers or flip this house gotcha. I one or the other which gotcha. one is dating zoe deschanel one of the property brothers is dating. oh yeah I that's like a whole ben thing oh, that's, right, was... that's right we talked about this yeah that's crazy yeah wait she's not married to the death cap for cutie guy no, they got divorced wow i'm trying to decide who this is good for give me a second <clears throat> good for zoe no, oh, both, both of brother. them scare me. Yeah. All three of those entities, the two property brothers and some of the So yeah, no, they they may have been San Antonio. I know most of their stuff is in Toronto, but I know they've gone to other places. So it must have been flipped this house. No, no they, they, they the have, other they, people. They go to other It was the, um, the fixer upper people? Yeah. Well that's probably yeah. hundred percent wasn't fixer upper. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, Chip was what are they Chip Chip and Kelly or what are their fucking names? Chip and Joanna. It wasn't it wasn't them. Um it, 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 if it wasn't uh, Property Brothers, it was Flip This House. Okay. Is Flip This House, Either okay, way. tangent, is Flip This House the one where they, like, got a divorce? And because... Uh, I think so, yeah. It's one a, of them was like, 
I don't know. Abusive. Anyways, well, we can cut this out. Oh, <laughs> oh it was flip this house, yeah, then yeah, it did yeah, it because okay. there was a scandal. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if it was abuse, but I know there was, there was maybe it was cheating or something. I don't know. But yeah, there was a HGTV power couple that did get divorced. Wow. Dicey ep. Yeah. But Property Brothers, <laughs> a lot of the HGTV stuff is in uh, Canada. Yeah. I, I bet like. I don't know why. It's probably cheaper. There's probably a yeah. very yeah. logical reason. That's why, why the only good episodes of House Hunters are House Hunters International, because House Hunters Regular is just like a really sad Toronto couple, and then House Hunters International is like, kind of like really rich people Milan. in the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like Tuscany. Yeah. Um, let's, do, we, do you have more Property Brothers thoughts? I just think just generally, in the abstract, it is it is kind of interesting to me that the, the show doesn't really have much of a take other than these two personalities who also don't have personalities. That's no, they are literally robots. What's so crazy to me... And I don't. They're like, not. They're not attractive enough for that to be it. No, they look like they are just like two guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, made in a lab. <laughs> I'm scared of them. I guess that's it. I'm just more uh, surprised at the. Um, I, I'm surprised how much I enjoy it. Yeah. Wow. I forgot there's a show on this list that I actually totally forgot about until I saw it, but it kind of goes in the teen category. Yeah. Did you watch 16? Yes, I was okay, going to say. me the, too. 16, uh, the animated show. Does anyone remember That was this? one of the, they worked in the lemon. Yeah, they, they worked, it was like <laughs> teens hanging out in a mall, and it was uh, also yes. on Nickelodeon. <laughs> and I don't think, it's like Kim Possible, where they don't, I don't think they ever officially say the word uh, Toronto. Yeah. Just like they never say the word Denver and Kim Possible, but I think like people use context clues. Was Mr. Meaty Toronto? No, oh, that's so scary. That I show hate was that. scary. I that don't show was horrifying. Yeah. Why? I that can't was, even imagine that show was, taking place in like a. No, it was it was space. Canada. It was either Toronto or Vancouver. One of the oh two God. spots. Sixteen. I don't remember a lot about it except for it was it was also kind of similar to that Kim Possible animation where everyone is really 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 skinny and like yeah just like a line. <laughs> and they were teens and they worked at the mall and one worked in a giant lemon. And that's kind of all I have on that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it, the series is set in no. the fictional town of Sconchborough, based on Scarborough, Toronto. Mr. Meaty. No. Oh yes, let's talk about it. I, I that show. It. There, there was the, me. there was one episode where like the the chubby character gets a tapeworm. No, Dude, that show and, like, so and, and like the tapeworm is like shooting out of his Stop. mouth to eat his food oh. before he gets it, and it was like. It's so startling. It's the scariest show ever. Yeah, I, like, I really liked it as a kid, though. Of like, it you was. Did. What does that fucking mean? I don't know. You look like someone who would. Again, what the fuck does that mean, Hannah? Break down to me. How? Just like dark sided. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've I, been saying positive stuff this whole time. Yeah. I keep saying how much I'm enjoying y'all's company. <laughs> y'all are just fucking. That is true. Me. That is true. <laughs> Which part? It, that show was terrible, but I did like the Flash games based on it on Nickelodeon. It was a golden era where all the kids shows yeah. had great Flash yeah, games. I lo- yeah, I oh, love those. Um, yeah, Mr. Meaty and like puppet shows are hard work. Like that's a lot of effort for like making Your hands very getting tired. terrifying. <laughs> it was, dude. That sh- I, I, I need to revisit that show because I. It was ambitious to I'll, say the I'll least. I'll go down that that road with you. Sometime. Yeah, I will literally never watch that show. Um, Hannah and I watched to, to do a sharp left oh, turn. Oh yeah! Oh, Hannah and I watched uh, Alias Grace. Which uh, to start off, I always uh, am scared that I pronounce things wrong I in know, my brain. I, I always thought it was Elias and, Grace. And Cole was calling it the entire time Elias Grace, and I was like, God, I guess I don't know how words work. But that makes no sense because that's Elias, not a I don't think, is a word. word. Yeah, and she uses, <laughs> she uses an, an alias. alias. Yeah. <laughs> but he said it. If people say things to me I confidently, said it I'm like, times he's like, let's watch Elias, Elias Grace. Grace. I was like, okay, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. No, Sarah Polly of. Stories We Tell fame wrote this show 
I really liked it. Yeah, I would watch more of it. It's a show, though. Again, I was um, talking to my roommate today. There's a few shows that I've watched where a favorite character of mine has died. And not that the show is like poorly written. It can be extremely well written. But I just lose all interest because I'm actually so sad and like bummed that the character that I watched for died that I don't have interest. Yeah. And my favorite character That's in the few episodes that we watched perished. She so. did. <laughs> it, tragically, it was brutal. No, it's a period piece set in like... 19th century Toronto of a woman who uh, is convicted of murder and arrested and then later um, people believe that she should be or her sentence should be commuted or something yeah, I don't think like, they believe that she's not guilty but I think that she shouldn't yeah they're like she was like a white woman and they're like her life is hard now and she's sad like yeah. please <laughs> but basically it's like a therapist kind of having her tell her story and how her story is like wild and, and sad and stuff but it's in like 19th century Toronto and it's period and they have costumes and sets and it's pretty to look at. And it's very interesting. Yeah, I yeah, liked it, was good. it. I would watch more. The yeah. sets were kind of weird. I mean, like, I think it was probably done on like a, a small budget. Probably. It was, you know, Toronto. <laughs> it was budget. Toronto. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would watch more. Also, just... David Cronenberg has an acting role in it. Oh, which yeah. Audrey remarked upon watching it. He's not very good, is he? <laughs> <laughs> she literally has so much taste. <laughs> I didn't think Cronenberg was bad. I mean, he's not an actor by trade, but he was fine. Yeah, I, I like the show overall. Yeah. It's also like a, a queer story, which is like, which bummed me out when um, one of them perishes. Um, also, but was it like, was it queer? Or were we just projecting that? <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard one for me to... <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you. No, I, I think it is... Oh, we'll have to watch more and find out. I think they were if in love. Any, I, I, that's the vibe I got, but it also seemed like the type of thing where like they dance around it so they don't have to outright say it. Yeah, but I would say also too, like, um, isn't it like Margaret Atwood? I mean, Margaret Atwood... It, Margaret Atwood wrote the book that the series, miniseries is and based on. And she is yet. like, I mean, not that she's like the least problematic person ever, like she has yeah. some bad opinions, but she's like aware of that kind of yeah, storytelling. Yeah, that and, like, sense. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Probably. But yeah, it was good. It was I, good. It's on Netflix. It was a Canadian. It's show. a mini series, so it's really Netflix easy to watch. Import. Yeah, dude, Mr. Media was so fucking Stop. nihilistic. Oh, bro, you gotta chill, man. <laughs> dude, you gotta Steven, chill. It's me with Nav, but like because I didn't like Nav, but Stevens like, still. Dude, their, their theme song was "All God's Creatures Fresh <laughs> Off the Grill." So come, come on down, down to Mr. Media where friends meet to eat. Me, dude. Yeah. What oh the my fuck? God. I cannot believe <laughs> that, that came out of me like, levels like of you were like fucking speaking in tongues. And it was coming out of me. I didn't know I said that. As you were talking, I was like reciting it in my head. Like, how do I fucking dude, I remember that? I'm so that? scared right now that I just like kept that in a vault in the back of my head for ten years. I, also, I hate all of this. Yeah, yeah. me too. I hate that show. We're, I also we'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, let's talk about some uh, sketch comedy. Uh, Life with Derek. Yeah. No. What? Sure. Life with Derek isn't even on the list. I'm sorry, I forgot, I forgot to include... I make a list every time. I forgot to include Life with Derek. But we did watch Life with Derek. And I also forced them at gunpoint. There's a lot of forcing at gunpoint on the spot. I, watched them to wa- I forced them to watch Life with Derek fan videos. Oh my god, yeah. it was they, insane. They see, they see love compilations. Yeah. People like ship the step-siblings. Yeah. No, look. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed it. The show did it for it. them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The there was, there was, there was like, this. yeah, there was like nothing to like tamper with the yeah. clips. They like, just like, yeah, just raw like clips. edit them. They're yeah. like, okay, here's the clip yeah. of them being in love. Unfortunately, I think Life with Derek might get shortchanged. Okay, just time. really quickly. Life with Derek, 
bad show. Uh, the two leads were stepsisters. Bad show? No, I mean, it was fine. The two leads no, were step-siblings and in love. But I was going to say, it's about like a, a family dynamic that you don't really see on TV. And it was yeah. kind of like a mixed family. It was interesting. But it was a loving mixed family. Yeah. I thought it was really positive. Rewatching the pilot, I really liked it, actually. Yeah, and the, the family was like there for each other. And the, there was no like dumb dad or annoying no. mom. They like actually like cared about each other. Yeah. And we're not archetypes, archetypes, blah, blah, whatever. I bring back yeah. bring back the single cam like kids sitcom truly like bring back the step siblings in love <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes um SCTV which was SCTV Kevin Mahara and yeah I, I love everyone involved yeah yeah SCTV. I watched some sketches like I haven't seen a whole lot of them but I, I just I just love everyone that came that out of that Catherine yeah. O'Hara is like a genius yeah. person Shit's I Creek love her is filmed in Toronto oh, set she's in, so great set in Shit's Creek set in Shit's Creek. Um, There's an episode where Catherine O'Hara's character, like, because she always wears wigs, and then she wears, like, another tinier wig as a hat on top of her wig, and it's the best look I've ever seen on a TV show. It's so funny. crazy that a show that is not on a major network has found such a massive audience. It's doing so well, dude. And it's also because, like, I feel like a lot of shows like that don't get their due because, like, bad branding or bad, like, dumb name or, like, advertising or whatever, but it's so funny. It's crazy. It's, It's, like... I can't think the last time a show didn't like blow up until it was like deep into its fifth season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw so many Shit's Creek costumes at Halloween this oh, year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so funny. That's awesome. It's a great yeah, show. that's actually it's really true. funny. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Rizwan Munji, my friend. Oh, nice. Is he from Toronto? No. What was he? Oh, he's in the he's in the show. Duh. He's in the show. He's yeah. in the show. He's yeah. in the show. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> also, Kids in the Hall. I have never watched Kids in the Hall. I've I've, I've seen like sketches here and there like yeah. throughout my life um but like there's just so much goddamn sketch comedy in the world there that, is. like i've like i've made sketches that i haven't watched I don't know. maybe <laughs> next um, time i'll come back and say like i f- fell in love with kids in the hall i don't know I, I really everything that i've seen of there sorry to but that was really rude no. i'm sorry <laughs> Go Keep ahead. Going, uh, no, every, everything that I've seen i think is really really funny i've just like never like sat down and like watched full episodes of it just because yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not no, sure I don't where to find it. Yeah. To shout out again another podcast that I listened to. I listened to a comedy podcast, Lost Culturistas, and they had an entire episode with them. Um, I don't know about Kids in the Hall, but they had one of the stars from that as a guest. Oh. And they talked about how much they loved his work and kind of how it like formed how they felt about sketch comedy but was what was really funny and i feel like i could sense attention in the episode was because the two hosts matt and bowen are like extremely funny extremely smart Ugh, and so great yeah and they're very much like they would never be the kind of people that are like anti-pc culture like anti like they're very much like i don't know how to say it like they care about ethics and like satire and punch up and sensitivity sensitivity and comedy and stuff and you could kind of tell like the interview was going a little bit off the rails at some points because the guy from kids in the hall was like yeah and people are so sensitive these days like we could never do our show now and i was Uh, i just think that's so weird it's so lazy i'm like yeah because i'm sure like i've i haven't i've seen like maybe one or two kids in the hall sketches and i'm like i bet it is funny and good but just to have that opinion i'm always like don't age yourself that way like just adapt with the times i just think that's such a cop-out thing like yeah people are too sensitive to be funny like todd phillips said that's why he had to make the joker because people are too sensitive for him to keep (laughs) that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard (laughs) and it's like no people just don't want to see hangover four yeah (laughs) yeah no one the, the most offensive thing about those movies with that they were just bad like yeah, like the, the sequels yeah. i mean i don't remember much about any of them but like that was like the most offensive thing was that they were just like weren't that fucking yeah, funny exactly. <laughs> like, it's just more so like boring and 
not the kind of stuff that people think is funny anymore and people take that as a personal attack on I mean themselves. I'm sure there's also like some like offensive shit in there I'm sure it's been a while, but, like, <laughs> if you went through the hangover the, movies you can find something whatever. offensive we're we're funny and we are good so us? is that about us? us that's about us yeah we're, wow. we're good and we're funny dude so. like that guy at Flognaut the, really when he said we were up, funny, yeah. like he, like I could tell that he meant like y'all are funny and y'all are smart mm. and y'all are mindful. <laughs> that's oh. what he said. He, he said, said yeah. so much by saying <laughs> so little. Oh, um, let's, let's pick our TV shows and, and get out of here. Um, I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta say something. Yeah. Um, just a clarifying question: the metric is shows that are shot in Toronto, right? No, this because that would be. That'd be different. A lot, a lot of stuff. Lot. We shows? did like that were distinctly Toronto. Better, yeah, <laughs> like Mr. Meaty. Like Mr. Media, I guess. Um, shows that are that are set there or shows that are shot there but not trying to be somewhere else. Okay, cool. So what, cool. what was you going to say? No, no, no. It's just a lot of episodes of Suits were shot in, in <laughs> Toronto. And I was about to go off, you guys. Fair game. I don't think oh, fair man. Game. I veto. Veto Suits. No, fair enough. When we do our New York City five-hour special, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be so yeah. cool. We have to do We'll just do it by borough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. I, I my I'm gonna say um This one's hard. Alias Grace probably. Yeah. Okay, well like Degrassi was like my childhood and Shits Creek also so good and so funny. Yeah. And Alias Grace, I don't know if I could put it up there just because it's like so short and it's such like an abbreviated piece of work, but what I saw I really enjoyed. Yeah. So so what is it? Um Degrassi. Cool. <laughs> I have no taste. <laughs> Mr. Meaty, dude. All Stop. God's creatures fresh off the ground. I grill. can't even believe. I have no idea what it is, and I'm upset. You d- Oh, don't look it up. Don't look it up. <laughs> yeah, don't. Do yourself a favor. It's right, not worth your time. Uh, love Shit's Creek, but I'm going to have to say Property Brothers takes no. the cake. Sincerely does. Well, how is Mr. Meaty upsetting, but that's not upsetting? I don't know what that is. Uh, Hannah's showing him a picture of Mr. Oh, Meaty. my God. I know this. I know this show. You do yeah. know this show? You probably know the song, too. If we sing it one I more time, you'll probably song. remember it this time around. I'm sure that you will control right. me like a puppet. Let's get out of here. Guys, was this a good episode? This is I great think so. <laughs> shout out. Difficult to tell. Shout out Bevmo. Shout out Bevmo. Shout out Bevmo. Shout, shout, shout out. Oh, uh, shout out Succession because Kieran Culkin is in Scott Pilgrim. He is in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I'm glad he finally found his. Fame and fortune. Yeah. <laughs> fame and fortune. His family was also, having a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> also, shout, shout, shout out Pete for. Uh, yeah, shout out Pete. Shout out, shout out Pete. Shout Thanks, out Pete. Pete, the engineer. Um, <laughs> next time, we'll hopefully have that Bevmo spawn. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Easy. I'll email him. Bye. They'll friend. want it. <laughs> Peace. Bye.